club the end of the month. Um, but congratulations! Thank you. I I just really believe in the mission of helping kids, and that's what Lincoln. That's what Kiwanis International is about. That's what this this club is all about: is helping kids because the need doesn't go away. The need is still there. Yeah, you know, and I I think that was a big thing that drew me to Kiwanis when I had that opportunity to come and I come out and speak because I knew that that was one of your missions. Yep. But you know what we're gonna do? I want you to hold that thought. We'll do. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. a ticket to get you happy on the hour. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Back to the Get Your Happy on Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. And we're back. 93.7 tickets to get you happy on hour. Man, with my guest, Mark. Mark, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I was listening to, and I was thinking over during the break about all the stuff you've accomplished already, but... I'm very curious, and by the way, I want to say a thank you to Qantas Club because they do the sponsorship for my show. That means a lot to me. But I want you to educate me on some of the things that Qantas do to help the youth because I'm very interested in doing that because I do a lot of it myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to know exactly where Qantas, how they even came up with the concept yeah. and so just educate okay. us if you don't well, mind. Preparing for the show, I also got educated a little bit. So thank you for the opportunity because. Well, great. Um, so let's start at the big. The big picture is Kiwanis International because it's an international organization. Wow. Okay. And it was founded back in 1915, so it's been around a while. Wow. Okay. okay. 108 years. Wow. Um, the first club was founded in Detroit, and. The word Kiwanis, which the, when it was founded, it was not known as Kiwanis, but uh, but within a year, it was it was called Kiwanis. Kiwanis is a Native American expression for "we trade, we trade," and I was reflecting. <clears throat> excuse me, I was re- reflecting on that a bit because it started out as a business networking club okay. of men. And my, my theory then would be, okay, we trade. Well, business networking, we trade, right? They, they traded among themselves, commerce, right? Right. But they became a service club within a couple, three years. And today I think about we trade. Well, we trade, volunteers trade their time and their um, resources. And in return, they provide opportunities for young people to develop, okay? okay. They provide opportunities to make a difference in the lives of young people and that's the trade we're doing now is if people get involved with Kiwanis they're going to provide some of their precious time to make a difference in the life or lives of young people and and when you say young people I mean is there a certain spectrum whole spectrum from I mean we've had we've had presenters talk to us about the um the critical need for pre-k child development hmm. huge issue okay uh it, it it is a an issue that uh, as as research has shown the the brain development of a young person really is critical in that zero to five zero to six year old range and the experiences and the education and the things that happen during that very formative period is really important so um, I think we're looking for an opportunity to see how we can fit in and help with getting access for people to good quality childcare. And there's any number of organizations 
around the community that are dedicated to that cause, and we're looking to see how we can support that effort. Gotcha. But we've got, and I'm going to get into some of this, we've got opportunities that go through zero, elementary, middle, high school, and even beyond that. Wow. Okay. Um, there are over... Uh, there are clubs in over 80 nations around the country, around excuse me, around the world. Um, more than 600,000 adult and youth members are involved in Kiwanis and annually combined to support 150,000 service projects. Six million hours of service globally are dedicated to these causes. And the three primary causes that Kiwanians support is children, children's health and nutrition, education and literacy, and youth leadership development. And the youth leadership development is accomplished in large part through service learning programs, SLPs, service learning programs. There are service learning programs for kids six to 12 that are, it's called K-Kids. Um, there is Builders Club for middle school kids. And then there's key clubs in high schools uh, around the community. And that's leadership development. Leadership development through servant leadership. It's le developing leaders by getting them involved and engaged in support of the community. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so this, and then there's Circle K for university students. So it's, it's how can we engage more kids in their schools in service leadership to prepare them then to go on and no matter what field they get into, contribute and support um, the youth of their community. You know, I think that's basically you're, 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 you're building youth into positive adults thank you thank you is that, that what is that, that that's exactly what we're trying to do okay is 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 build those productive contributing adults that can make a difference um and paying it forward okay that makes sense and, but that, that that's what you're all about i mean that's yeah. what you talk about all the yeah. time well i mean i knew that there was a connection and and, and i was just trying to understand it a little yeah. better but go ahead so um we're also just starting to explore a couple of other areas that I mentioned um, early childhood de development the other is teen mental health and it's a big issue mm -hmm. um, yeah. there are a lot of kids struggling mm -hmm. and it's tough to get the most out of one's education when you're struggling meant with with mental illness and it's 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 an issue that people are very afraid to admit to talk about right it's given a taboo in our society when it when it in it, it, it <laughs> there's a physiological underpinning for all of this. And so as a club, we're looking at how can we leverage our resources to help advance the solutions that are needed for teen mental health, because it is such a large problem, not just in Lincoln, but around the country, around right. the world. This is something we're looking to do. And so um, what Kiwanis has done throughout the world, throughout the United States, throughout the community, is they've done everything from installing playgrounds and communities to... Um, uh, uh, medical equipment that is needed by young people, stuffing backpacks, um, supporting local food banks, restocking libraries, just a wide array of different activities. Now, I want to talk about our club because okay. our club was founded just four years after the first club was founded in Detroit. That was in 1915. We were founded in 1919, so now we're over 100 years old. And um, we're the oldest club in Lincoln. Founded in March of 1919, um, and a gentleman by the name of F.N. Fillmore, a uh, field representative from the International Kiwanis Office, was asked, was invited by a group of 100 businessmen to come to Lincoln to help form the club and to get officers elected. And that's what happened. And by 1919, there were 160 members and an honorary member, including that honorary member being John J. Jack 
John J. Blackjack Pershing. Blackjack Pershing, Pershing is a familiar name, right? Yeah. Pershing Auditorium. Right. Yeah, that's the guy. Okay. The general. He was the he was a professor of military tactics at the University of Nebraska, and uh, from from eighteen ninety one to to eighteen ninety five, and he was most famously served as the commander of the American Expeditionary Forces during World War One, and mentored many generals who would eventually lead us in World War II, including Eisenhower, Patton, and MacArthur. Wow. So he was, he is an honorary member, was an honorary member of our club. Um, the first major project of the, uh, of the Kiwanis Club of Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Center, was the establishment of Campfire Girls Council and Girls Camp located uh, along the Blue River in Milford. And uh, also a series of projects were launched in the 20s for underprivileged children with special attention to tubercular children. And also the club arranged for an ice skating rink for Lincoln children in 1920. But here's a couple things you may not know. Okay. The Lincoln Center Club worked with other civic organizations to attain a new state capitol building. So we were involved in the fundraising efforts to bring the state capitol from Omaha to Lincoln, as well as another building you may be familiar with. Big fundraising effort was done. For the building of Memorial Stadium. <laughs> Go Big Red. 100 years ago, <laughs> that stadium, right? We're selling the, uh, celebrating the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium. The Lincoln Center Kiwanis Club was involved in fundraising for Memorial Stadium. Wow. And uh, so these are just some of the programs. Uh, the club has also been very involved in agriculture and 4-H. So there's a lot of activities that, that help support those programs, and they continue today. Um and we also started a Distinguished Service Award, and I'm going to talk about the recipient probably in the next segment, but it is to recognize an outstanding community leader for their leadership and impact they've had on the community, particularly as it relates to children. And uh, we've got our uh, Distinguished Service Awards coming up uh, in just, uh, actually, this Friday. We'll okay. be recognizing Where do they have that at? Um, this will be held at the same, pretty much the same place where we meet every week at the venue um, okay. in one of the banquet rooms in the back. And um, because the Distinguished Service Award is a little larger event, we have it next door where Rotary typically meets. But um, we will be holding that event this Friday, and uh, we're very excited about, about that. Okay. I will also mention that in the 80s, we developed a relationship with the Children's Zoo. We provided funding and volunteer support to the Children's Zoo. I think we have at least six members of our club that are um, train engineers that volunteer yes, their time I to do that, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. And also, we formed a, a partnership with the Lincoln Children's Museum uh, in the early, late 80s, early 90s when that uh, facility opened. And so, we've done a lot of, of work with all of these different um, community treasures uh, to help them in volunteer and financial uh, support. Well, you know, it sounds like y'all been busy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> There's no the shortage of activities, yeah, right? <laughs> that's the understatement. <laughs> y'all been real busy, but you know, in a positive way. You know, and that's, yeah. that's the part that, that attracted me to Kiwanis because, like I said, I didn't know a lot about it. I'm, I'm learning, and I'm still learning. But I just think that the fact that someone took an interest for whatever reason, they took an interest and, and they've stayed with it. Mm-hmm. And they're still doing it to this very day. I mean, when I walked in that room, man, I was I was expecting to be two or three people. No. Nope. That room was full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we routinely get 20 to 30 folks on Fridays. 
And then some of our uh, service activities, we get bigger groups. Um, so no, there's no shortage. We have over 70 members right now, and we're always looking to grow and get more people engaged. Wow. Well, I mean, I was really, really impressed, man. And I just think that what you're doing is so needed. I agree with that like 100% because uh, a lot of times those those groups get overlooked. And then, you know, when they become adults and they haven't had any assistance, then the only solution is criminal justice. Correct. You know, and, and I, lo I love the fact that you're getting involved in their lives so early, early that they have an actual chance yes. to be productive yes. members of society. I think that's big. So big ups to uh, Kiwanis Club. Man, y'all keep doing what you're doing. We have no plans of slowing down. We, just, we just because the need is so much. The, right. is, the need in the community is so great, and uh, I, I, you know, if you're the type of person that has a passion for helping kids, of making a difference, then then you know, you need to get involved in Kiwanis. Because how do, how, uh, how do someone go about it? Though, getting involved. Well, I came I came with the memorized website because that's how people can KiwanisLincoln.org. There you go. KiwanisLincoln.org lays out everything I've just said and more, uh, talks about our weekly meetings. Don't have to be a member just to come out and see a meeting and just to, to, just to kind of test things out or, or go to a service activity. You can learn about those there at KiwanisLincoln.org. It's real easy. And we, we welcome individuals who have that passion, have that fire for making a difference in, in a young person's life. That's, that's what it's all about. So if you're that type of person, you may find Kiwanis... Uh, a great fit well you know what you guys heard it here first make sure you check out that website and if you want to be a part of that just know that that opportunity does exist we're actually going to take one last final break and we'll be right back with the get you happy on hour on 93.7 the ticket this is the get you happy on hour y'all and uh, i gotta give a big shout out right quick to my big brother odious lee former Husker Odious Lee. I appreciate you checking out the show. Man, it was good to visit with you before the show as well, and I'm sure we'll be talking afterwards. Uh, real big shout out to to my hometown again, Greenville, Texas, man. I I can't thank y'all enough for, for the love and support that you gave me last week. Uh, I see Rebecca Keys is out there checking out the show. Appreciate that. You keep doing what you're doing, young lady. I'm proud of you. I gotta, I gotta ask this question, man. Um, I know you shared a lot of the history, but I'm just curious to know about what you guys got going on now. Well, we, can, I, I mean, we got a lot. I know going you got a lot, now, but, but kind of give us a. Let me give you a flavor of what's been going on okay. the last year. Okay. Um, because we're coming up on the, you know, our current president Andy Sondland has has provided great leadership for the club, and and there's been a lot that's gone on the last year. Um, we, uh, we currently have more than 70 women and men of diverse ages and backgrounds that are part of, of the club, um, combined to provide nearly 4,000 hours of service to a wide array of projects. And let me mention some of them. Um, staffing a food market pantry in Arnold and Everett Elementary, support for the hub, which serves young people who just need a helping hand, support at the Lincoln Children's Sioux and Museum. We had volunteers that were working Stuff the Bus for the Friendship Home, um, wow. which is a great, great nonprofit. Um, 
I uh, had an enjoyable experience serving lunch to youngsters at Belmont Elementary. They have a summer program, but I was—I only volunteered once. There was a number of Kiwanis volunteers that were routinely providing and serving lunch for um, for these young people. Um, the food fort—I don't know if you're familiar with the food no, fort—but it's a converted school school bus that goes into neighborhoods around the community and provides nutrition, a nutritious dinner, and community for kids in various parts of, of town. We've uh, provided some some uh, uh, volunteer support for that. We have little laundromat libraries in Belmont, South Street, and Indian Village neighborhoods. Garden beds at Northeast High School, Mickle Middle School, science fairs at a couple of the elementaries. We've supported the lighthouse. We've conducted a diaper drive. We've got um, a number of uh, club members that are soil experts, and they put together soil sample bags for LPS elementaries to learn about soil and soil science. Mm. Um, We've supported the Indian Center, including maintenance and support for the powwow circles, with a powwow circle out at the uh, Indian Center. And an exciting event that you had a program on was the Visionary Youth Back to School event. Right, We right. provided some financial support for that, and I had the opportunity, along with my um, my colleague and friend Jim Schufelbein, we worked that event. And that was one of the most magnificent um, experiences I've had in a long time, was to see the joy on the families that came to that Visionary Youth event. Did you uh, say something about a, a pancake feed? We got a pancake feed. So we have several major fundraisers, and this is one of them. Yes, we, we, are, we have a pancake feed coming up. Um, it is going to be held on um, October the 22nd, and um, it's going to be held from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Old Recreation Center in Antelope Park. Tickets are just $6 in advance. They can be purchased soon in the next few days online at our website at kiwanislincoln.org. There'll also be a silent auction we're planning this year. And the proceeds from that event help support the activities I've mentioned. So we really would love to see folks come out to the Pancake uh, Festival. This will be the 64th annual Pancake Festival. For many years, it was held at Pershing until, of course, they closed Pershing down. Then it moved out to the uh, the old center. Okay. And so uh, we would love to have folks come out to that Pancake Festival. And you might recall that I mentioned that um, we, are, we are honoring a, a very distinguished community leader this Friday with our Distinguished Service Award. Her name is Pam Deneen, and she's the co-founder of Morning Hope Grief Center, um, which companions children, adults, and families before and after death loss. Think about losing a, a parent or a sibling and the impact that that has on a child or a family. This is a resource that our community is very, very fortunate to have. Um, their vision is no one has to grieve alone. And the Grief Center is a world-class place for dealing with grief to gather and be supported at this wonderful Grief Center. And Pam Deneen is a co-founder. And um, I read about Pam. Uh, she started off as an elementary school teacher, got her master's degree, got into counseling, and then really began a passion for for providing and serving as a support for, for those grieving and worked with a board of directors to form a 501c3 called Morning Hope in 1994. And today we have this wonderful asset in the community. We'll be honoring Pam this Friday with the Distinguished Service Award from Kiwanis. And I said that that award was uh, developed back in the early 1920s. Wow. So. <laughs> Congratulations, Pam. I hope you're listening because uh, that's that's big. I mean, that's a big deal. And, you know, uh, I have guests every week. And uh, I always ask one question. And that question is real simple. 
you've been very kind and shared all the things that you've done and the things you're doing. But whenever Mark gets mm -hmm. a little downtime, what does Mark do to get his happy on? My happy on is probably with a glass of red wine and smooth jazz. <laughs> okay. Okay. All, all right. right. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah, all if right. It, if it isn't a Husker W, it's, it's a glass of red wine <laughs> and some smooth jazz. That's how I get my happy on. <laughs> well, you know, uh, again, Mark, I just want to say thank you. You know, oh, thanks for, to you. Yeah, for the opportunity that you uh, y'all provided me to come out and speak and. And I just want to say thank you to all the people that you guys are, are reaching and helping. I mean, a lot of times when you're in service work, people don't give you credit. Uh, and I just want to be one of those those guys or one of the people that just acknowledge what you guys are doing, you know, while you're doing it versus waiting until after the fact. You know, I always try to focus on the positive. And, and that's what Kiwanis represents to me. And I just can't thank you enough for educating me along with all the listeners and viewers of what you guys bring to the table. And hopefully we'll draw some more attention to great. it to, to give you some more support. That'd be great. Uh, I want to kind of wrap the show up here with a couple of minutes of just asking people to take a look at, at something. And that's real simple. <clears throat> Treat people the way you want to be treated. But the key to that is don't expect it in return. Because I think sometimes when we do things with the agenda of if I do something nice, I'm going to get something nice back, sometimes that's like a setup for failure. So I encourage people to be happy for no reason. You don't have to wait till you hit the lottery or something great happens in your life to be happy. Being happy is a mindset. And it's also a lifestyle. That's why I always focus on getting my happy on. I'm not saying life is perfect for anyone. I understand that trials and tribulations and adversity is part of this deal called life. I get that. But in my mind, if, if I focus on the positive things and focus on being happy, I like my chances of avoiding a lot of stress. Because in my opinion, stress is nobody's friend. Stress is an equal opportunity employer. It don't care who you are. It don't care how much money you got. It don't care about none of that. Stress will come into your life and it will disrupt just about everything you got going on. So not that being positive is going to fix everything in your life. It's just going to help you deal with whatever you got going on in your life in a more productive way. I want you guys to think about that. I'm not saying agree with it. Just think about it. You know, I got to give a big shout out to Bach, too. Because Bach stepped in, man, tonight and helped me out. Because uh, these guys do a good job. And that's a full-time job trying to make me look good. <laughs> and, and they do it. <laughs> I mean, him and Austin, I mean, those guys, Harrison, all of them, they, I mean, Rico, the whole nine yards, they, they step up, man, and I just want to say thank you. I'm that type of person. I want to, I like to acknowledge people because sometimes we don't like to acknowledge people until after the fact, and I just think that that's a, that's a missed opportunity. So being positive, being grateful, and being thankful is something that I want everybody to just think about. And I always wrap up each one of my shows <clears throat> with the saying, 
every day that you bless to see, it truly is another day in paradise. And you got to get your happy on. Then I pause for a minute and say, Dog! thank y'all for listening, man. This has been a great fast hour. I've learned a lot. And keep your head up, stay positive, and no matter what, get your happy on. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. We'll see you next week. This is Ricky C. Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket. See you next time.